Welcome to the Corporate Survivor Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career confidence, build your skills and value, increase your salary, and the many lessons we learn in the corporate world. For more career support, click on over to www.mayping.com. This is Mayping, your corporate leader turned career coach. I hope you enjoy, like, and subscribe. Hello everyone, this is Mei Ping and welcome back to another episode of my Grow Your Career Online and Offline podcast. So um, if you've been following my 30-day client success story series, I hope you have been enjoying the episode so far, which we're more focused on career growth. But from this week onwards, so the next two weeks and starting from today, I'll be sharing with you the client success stories for job search. So during the pandemic, there are a couple of questions that consistently popped up. And there were a lot of people asking me, oh, Mei Ping, um, is now the right time to find a job? Can I actually find a job um, that will pay me more? Are there actually really good career opportunities out there? Because when, as I'm looking around, I feel like a lot of people are getting let go. A lot of people are getting pay cuts. So is it really possible for me to find a better job for my career and is now really the right time, right? During the pandemic, is now really the right time for me to look out for more career opportunities. So these are all actually really, really um, uh, relevant questions. And I hope that in this series it actually inspires you as to how my clients manage to nail better job opportunities. In fact, they were actually able to grow their career, even though I guess it is during this this. This, uh, this pandemic. And the secret is really this, right? The secret is actually making sure that you have a very solid um, job search strategy. So career planning plus job search strategy and the bonus secret sauce actually is a strong LinkedIn strategy as well. So let me share with you guys, you know, a lot of, uh, a couple of, not a lot, maybe like 10 stories over the next two weeks and maybe starting from today's story, which to me, this is one of like um the biggest client successes because for this particular client, um, she actually got a 39% increment, right? So it's a 39% increase in her annual compensation, moving from a public sector company, which is actually a pretty big um, public company, uh, public sector company into a private company, achieving a 39% increase in compensation, much bigger brand name, much better ex exposure, much better opportunity still. So in today's episode, let me share with you how I worked with this client, actually what we did together to help her to achieve um, this sort of like amazing job opportunity with an amazing compensation package as well. So this particular client has been working for about six years um, in the initially started in um, advisory and consulting in the big four um, global accounting firms. And later on, she moved on to a government-linked um, public sector company, which is actually a really big brand name in her country as well. However, she was stuck as a senior executive for some time because, you know, as usual, bureaucracy in the public sector. And as you know, thanks to the bureaucracy, there are actually many layers of work. And she being like the senior executive, which is pretty much the most junior person in the team, ended up doing a lot, a lot of the work. And actually, she has been contemplating job, uh, you know, whether she should look for more, uh, you know, better job opportunities for some time. But she has never, ever taken the leap because she has always told herself, oh, maybe now it's not the right time. And, you know, maybe my work situation will get better. So how many of you actually feel uh, feel these things, right? Feel these sort of fears and basically 
you know, tell yourself that, oh, maybe now is not the right time. And then you add on like a lot of excuses because either you're afraid or you just don't believe that there is something out there for you. So if you have felt any of those things that my clients felt before, I'm sure that you can resonate with her feelings at that time. Um, but what really pushed her to take the next step was she was actually involved in a really, really big priority project, which was actually really critical. But what she ended up noticing was that, hey, how come everybody else is like not really doing their work? They were like everybody from the top of the chain all the way to the bottom is just chasing her to do the work. Then that, that was when she came to the realization that, oh, if I'm the one doing all the work and like, you know, everybody's relying on me. How can they tell me that, you know, I don't deserve a promotion because, you know, clearly like, you know, she's the one doing all the work, right? So a lot of these things were like kind of like push factor as well. So that was actually what led her to became courageous to really start being open to opportunities. But however, what was actually really interesting is that for this particular client, she actually didn't apply for any job. Like, can you believe it? She didn't actually apply for any job. However, when we first worked together, we were talk we, were talk we talked a lot about mindset because I knew that she had a lot of fears um, being open to more opportunities and taking the next step. So even though, right, she was a bit half-hearted about it at first, but she still proceeded to upgrade her resume, right? She proceeded to build a strong LinkedIn profile. She proceeded to still learn the effective job search strategies and networking strategies on LinkedIn that I actually teach to like all my clients. So basically what she did that even though, you know, she wasn't really sure if she really wanted to look for a job at that time, but she was actually really open to building up the a very solid foundation. So what I mean by solid foundation is number one, you at least need to start thinking about your career plan, which was the earlier conversations that we had. Um, then number two, right, writing a strong resume. Number three, building a strong LinkedIn profile. And number four, learning actually how to do your job search and networking strategies on LinkedIn because job search is more for like active method, but the networking is a bit more of a passive method. So all these I actually do teach in my classes, in my trainings, and even to my one-on-one -on -one clients as well. So she did all the foundation work, even though, you know, she wasn't um, exactly open at that time because she had a lot of fears, right? So she had all of that. And consistently, even though when she was like, you know, not really considering or being afraid, once she started implementing a lot of my LinkedIn strategies, what happened was that she started getting messages from um, headhunters. And for some of these headhunters are actually from like pretty good companies as well. Like these are like from global multinational companies in the um, uh, private sector, even though she was in the public sector and she consistently asked me, oh, maybe do you think that, you know, now that I'm in the public sector, do you think that people from the private companies from the private sector would actually want to hire me because I've been told that, you know, um, uh, this kind of um, transition is very difficult. So we kind of like went through a little bit of strategy and a lot of it was actually well positioned in her resume when we worked together as well as in her LinkedIn profile as well. So when she started getting a lot of um, uh, recruiter and headhunter messages from these kind of like global um, multinational companies, she was actually really excited, but <clears throat> she was also a little bit worried, right, as to like, okay, like how do I deal with them and everything else? So Initially, she kind of like ignored them a little bit because she was like, okay, I'm not ready. But I think the moment that she decided that, oh, okay, I think now is the right time and I don't want to be stopped by my fears anymore. I'm just going to like take the lead. So that was exactly what she did. She just replied to um, these, I guess, like job, um, rather, you know, job, job offers or like job postings. And actually some of these like job postings are from recruiters are actually pretty good. Like she even... For some of them, like she even asked, like, okay, like what is the pay range? And like 
quite a lot of them are actually for five figures, right? And you would be surprised and, and you might even think that, oh, like, you know, will recruiters really come to me with like five figure jobs on like LinkedIn messaging? Let me tell you right now, the answer is yes. And that has actually happened to a lot of my clients. However, whether you get the job or not, right? It actually depends on like your interview skills and like a lot of other things. But having attracting that kind of eyeballs and attracting that kind of like attention from the right people, that is the first step, right? If you can't even attract any of the jobs, right? Then there is no point even talking about the other strategies, right? So that is, like I said, the foundation. So what happened was that she started really looking into the... Um, the jobs that were actually shared by a lot of these recruiters. And like I said, actually, these are recruiters from really, really big companies as well. So there were a couple that she was actually pretty interested in. And she decided to go for an interview with a few companies. So for this particular client, it was also very interesting because she has been with the existing company for about three years. And what that meant is that she has not interviewed for a really long time. And this role that she was actually going for, I mean, she knew that, you know, they could actually pay her quite well. And of course, um, the stress was quite high. And they told her that, you know, for your first round, it was only going to be one round of interview, but we're going to have like four very senior people doing the interview process. So what I actually did with this client is that we actually had like, I think two or three interview preparation sessions. So what I call these are like the mock preparation sessions. And more importantly, how we go about this is more like, Aside from preparing for the standard questions, normally how I like to go about interview preparation is that, okay, let's talk about a question. My client will share with me what she's actually going to say, right? And then I will actually give her feedback and help her reconstruct a better answer because I used to be a former hiring manager. I know what hiring managers want to hear. And particularly, I used to be like the head of department, head of a team before. So when she's interviewing, you know, she's being interviewed by these head of departments and like head of teams, blah, blah, blah. Like those were positions that I used to help. So basically I was able to like help her um, restructure her answer to make it a lot more compelling and really addresses the con uh, the concern or the real intention of the questions that are actually being asked. So she did that. She actually went for the interview. It actually went really, really well. And within a couple of days, the company actually called her back and said that, hey, we really, really want you. And um, we are even willing to pay off um, for your notice period. So also another question I actually get asked a lot by a lot of um, potential job seekers is they tell me that, oh, Ping, my notice period, right, is like two to three months. So will companies actually wait for me? The answer is yes. If, if right, you can really demonstrate your value during the interview. So the interview is actually really critical for you to actually um, express your value you know, skills and expertise. And for this particular client situation, she actually had a three months notice, which was actually really long. So what happened in this situation was the new company, the new company paid off two months. So they actually paid her two months um, to help pay her off, uh, pay off her notice period so that she could leave the company in one month, which is kind of fair, right? I mean, you also don't want to leave too soon because of reputation, yada, yada, yada. But the point I'm trying to make here is that, hey, if you're really that impressive, right, sometimes the new company is really willing to pay off your notice period because they just can't wait for you to join. Like They're like, okay, why should we wait longer when we have the budget and we really want you? So that's one thing that you could get. The other thing that you could also get if you're really very impressive during the interview is you could actually get a sign-on bonus. So personally, sign-on bonus was something I've also gotten before in my career where the company actually really wanted me to join and 
by leaving a little bit earlier, I will actually be um, giving up a five-figure bonus. So the new company actually paid me the five-figure that I was supposedly going to lose out if I were to resign earlier. So this is something I tell a lot of my clients as well. Never think that, you know, you are trapped in a long notice period. Never think that you are potentially giving up a bonus or whatever because always focus on your career growth and really make sure that you demonstrate your value across the entire chain, like from the uh, resume, your LinkedIn profile, your interview, even up to the salary negotiation point. There are just so many points that you can demonstrate your value. And this is really what my client did as well. So when the job offer came, actually, she was really, really, really happy because she was like, okay, she, she told me maybe I couldn't believe that you know, they're actually going to pay me this kind of money. So what? Um, eventually, the job offer came. It was a 39% increment based on whatever that she was making at the point. So at the point, you know, she was basically making a full-time job, 12-month salary, but zero bonus because her, her industry was just doing so badly that there was like zero, there's going to be like zero bonus for the next few years. But the new company, 12 months full-time salary, two months pretty much guaranteed bonus because it was actually in an emerging industry that was going to do really well. Um, two months pretty much guaranteed bonus. They paid off two months of her notice period and she even got to join a fairly new team working on, you know, pretty strategic projects. And she also reported to a um, pretty senior manager as well. So actually really, really good opportunity overall. And more importantly, she was able to transition out from the public sector into a private sector in an emerging, uh, in an emerging industry and in a really a global multinational company. So that is the ultimate dream for a lot of people. And I could really see her career just flourishing from this point on. So, so that is the story. That is the story. But I want to also pull your attention back to really uh, make you understand that, you know what, we actually worked on the foundational steps. The foundational steps are so important. And normally when I work with my clients on job search, right, we will actually go through a six-step process. So the first step is always about identifying your career interests and direction because, you know what, without career planning, then you are not going to be focused on anything. It's just going to be very messy and you will not be committed to whatever um, decision <laughs> that you have chosen, right? So first step is always about identifying career clarity and direction. And then second step is to make sure that you actually put together a strong resume, even though you're not you know, looking for a job right now, but opportunities can find you. And when opportunities find you, you don't want to you know, say that, hey, you know, just because I don't have a resume, I'm so sorry. And the opportunity may, may be gone. Right. Then third thing with this client is that you know, she was very open to building her LinkedIn profile as well. Initially, she was also very, wasn't sure whether you know she wanted to get on LinkedIn or not. But eventually, she said, "Okay, fine. Like I think I do need an online presence." So she went through my training and really went through like the step by step on how to build a strong profile, and that was what she did. But the moment she updated her LinkedIn profile and applied the networking strategies that I teach in the fourth step, that was when she started getting emails and like messages from recruiters as well. So the messages from recruiters actually came for quite a few months, but she was not open to it. But the moment she was ready for it, like, guess what? She was already attracting so many jobs, right? So she didn't really have to like put in that much effort hunting and all these things, but she was just, okay, let me have a look at all these job offers that are coming in from the recruiters and headhunters, and let me actually think about them. So that was what she did. And the moment she identified a few jobs that she was quite interested in, then she applied. And because she had a really strong resume, she applied my... 
um, various jobs, uh, effective job search techniques. She got the interview. We did the interview sessions together to make sure that she is fully prepped, not just you know knowing her resume inside out, but actually knowing the secret sauce, which is the recruiters um, and I'm um, not recruiters. They hate hiring managers' um, point of view to be able to do that interview. Guess what? She actually only did one interview. But it, because it was before senior people, that's why we actually did a couple of sessions for interview prep. And lastly, in my six-step program or process, we always talk about job evaluation and negotiating the job offer because there is a very important it's a very important part to actually negotiate to make sure that you are paid the best amount possible, right? And the fairest amount possible as well. And we negotiate across many aspects of the um of the compensation plan. So all in all, just wanted to share with you this client success story, which to me, I think is like one of the biggest client success stories because she really managed to not just make a industry transition, but a transition in companies of like different size, different industries, different nature. And more importantly, she got a 39% increase in her overall compensation, which is which a lot of people will not believe can happen during the pandemic. And guess what? The 39% increase still does not include the additional amount that the company paid to buy her out, right? The two months additional pay that the company has given her to help her leave her old company earlier. So, so this is a client success story uh, for jobs, uh, you know, to inspire and hopefully empower all of you who are still wondering if, you know, if it's really possible, right, to find a good career opportunity or opportunity or a good opportunity during this pandemic. So I hope that this um, client success story inspires you and empower you to really take charge of your career and really never stop growing your career, even during this pandemic as well. So if you enjoyed this episode, uh, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you want to you know, hear more about my client success story, definitely do drop me a comment. And if you want to share some of your thoughts, don't forget to tag me on LinkedIn as well at Lip. So with that, I'll see you in the next episode where I'll share another one of my client success story in their job search process. So with that, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 